Hey guys, uh, I just want to come on here and say that I keep saying throughout last week's, or last Tuesday's and this episode that the Ted Bundy thing on Netflix is called Confessions of a Killer. It's called Conversations with a Killer. I don't know why I keep saying it, but if you want to watch it, it's Confessions conversations with a killer not confessions i'm just dumb sorry okay enjoy the episode have fun well i gotta introduce me. yeah okay hello i have i'm starting to get a radio voice you know a radio voice <laughs> <laughs> all right whatever hello <laughs> welcome back to the future is bright question mark um i'm Lindsay. that's bridget oh i'm sorry. bridget she- <laughs> sorry i was not paying attention <laughs> Yep, that, that's us. <laughs> Not even the slightest paying attention to my bad. <laughs> this is now episode two. Whoa. No, part two. Part two. two. Episode, like, 11 11, or I think. Um, of the Ted Bundy mm-hmm. case, which is yeah. so exciting. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Like, I don't know why I'm, like, so into this. Uh, <laughs> I, like, love this case, but yeah. I hate it at the same time. Yeah, I like it because I just keep thinking about the movie that I watch. Yeah. And, like... I don't know why. I keep thinking yeah. about my sister, because my sister was obsessed with this case, like, and mm-hmm. this movie, because Zac, she loves Zac Efron. Yeah. So, I don't know why. It's just a, yeah, it's a, it's a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but we're not gonna, we don't really have much to talk about. We, we're probably just gonna jump right in, because this one is gonna be longer, longer than the next uh, one. Yes, Last slightly. one, I mean. But this one's gonna be fun, because it's gonna have, like, little things. The audio Like, audio. Stuff. Yeah. That I'll put, like, on our website yeah. not our website or, or like instagram a, and yeah stuff too yeah that'd be fun so let's jump right in oh boy oh p.s i need to put this out there i like your sweatshirt i've been thinking you. about it all day this is um shout out to not that the fuck that they know who i am but and that's why we drink they're my oh, favorite really? podcast i love yeah. that this is from their tour that i never got to go to because covid, COVID. ruins everything yeah it was supposed to be in may i was supposed to go with leah and then it got moved to october and now it got it moved got to i don't know where did it get canceled it didn't get canceled or? yet but i like that but we were yeah. also supposed to go to crime junkies and i know yeah but and morbid's doing one too they're doing they one were, on like zoom yeah they did a zoom cool. one i've been to two and that's why we drink live shows they're since zoom? yeah really are they yeah. cool yeah they're I, I watched them with jimmy the other night and then i watched them by myself the other really? night really yeah that's cool so it's nice is it expensive like, sorry like 10 bucks and it goes to charity so shit no way i'm gonna yeah. look at morbid's right now yeah. as we jump in sorry yeah morbid. i need to point out that i like your shirt and i like your earrings because they match your shirt yeah, I have yeah. little ghosts on because we're in spooky <laughs> season. Ho- oh my god, wait! This will be no. It's November. Oh, that's creepy. It was spooky season. No wait, maybe it's not November. No, it will be next weekend. Is no, 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 no oh, because this is our Halloween. Yeah, our Halloween. So I got excited. <laughs> wow, wait, that was a crazy roller coaster of experience just then. It's Friday, so it's Halloween Eve. Right. Yeah, that's so exciting. <gasps> wow, happy spooky day. Yeah, that's so fun. Oh my god, Halloween. Are you doing anything for Halloween? Yeah, that's Saturday, right? That's when Ronnie told me I have to go to his house. Oh. Yeah. Oh, cute. Yeah. I'm also kind of excited, though, because his niece is, like, she's going to be a baby. She's one, so, like, she's going to be spooky oh, it's like her first up. Yeah, I don't know if they're actually dressing her up, but, like, cute. I'm sure they are. So. I have to work till 8 o'clock. Oof, that sucks. Yeah, not that I'm planning on doing anything for Halloween anyway, because I'm not, but... Right. Do we live in North America? 
we'll let you figure that one out I by think, yourself. I think it's a yes. Oh, come on. Are you okay? I'm trying Do to you need help? No, I can, I can get it for you. No, I got it. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> okay, we could jump in. I'm sorry. That okay. Just... <laughs> all right, so. All right. <clears throat> Jumping back in to Ted Bunny. Okay, so we left off. Just a little recap a Rooney. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Um, so, we went through Ted's, Ted's childhood. We went through six people in Washington being missing, a couple people in Utah, and now a couple of people in Colorado. Nice. Like, all over the world, basically. Correct. Uh, all over North America. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone! There was a bunch of different options, okay? I knew it was, I knew it was North America. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted, I didn't want to buy a ticket to Australia and not be able to go. Oh, I feel like you'd still be able to go. It would just be a different time zone. Oh. So it would have been like 5 a.m. instead of uh, That would have sucked. How am I going to know? Okay. Okay, so the last thing that we left off on was he was charged with the kidnapping of Carol Durant. Right. And... People were starting to be like, maybe this is the same dude as in Washington because a guy named Ted was over there, and now there's a guy named Ted Here. who tried to kidnap somebody and prob- probably also killed Deborah Kent. <laughs> I have the hiccups. Okay. All right, I'm excited. So, we're going to jump to February 23rd of 1976. So, okay. we left off in 75, now we're in 76. So, this starts the... The trial of the for the kidnapping of Carol. Mm-hmm. Now remember, so Ted was a graduate in psychology, and he was going to law school, and he was kind of edro- e- egocentric. Okay. So he thought he knew everything, and he wanted to be involved in his own case. Oh, interesting. How fun. Because he's an idiot. Yeah. Well. So, the media surrounding this case was absolutely fucking bonkers. And the support that Ted had was also absolutely fucking bonkers, which led to him being overly confident. Really? Literally, people were like, there's no way that he could have killed anybody. His mom was like, no, he's my son, that's fine. Yeah, of course, that's what they always think. Um, so, before the trial, during an interview, he sounded like such a little fucking smug-ass son of a bitch. Um, and it was scary hearing him talk about it. Uh, knowing what he did, and I'm gonna play you some. Um. Aw, can we just put up a nice picture of you? Did he? Yeah. Aw. That just says I love you. Oh my god, cute. (laughs) I love him. (laughs) I love that guy. (laughs) Okay. You playing with the plant, it looks like. Oh my god, my plant. Oh my god, don't even get me started on my plant. I love my plant. I bought this little succulent that's in like a... Okay, well now I have to answer him and say, she's just gonna... (laughs) It's this little plant, it's a little succulent, that, um, I forget what his name was, but I named him, and he is in, like, a little skull, um, like, pot, pot, and it's in my room. You told me about him. Yeah, I love him. So, I'll have you watch it. Yeah. But. The justice system, how do you feel about the justice system in general, based on your... (laughs) Well, I'm sure it works, and you've got to have faith it'll work, or else you'd be be reduced to some kind of, uh... You know, mumbling idiot. Does that mean uh, ultimately you want to uh, get involved in the criminal justice system? Well, <laughs> um, the funny thing happened to me on the way to labor law class one morning. I got two weeks in the spa on the third floor up here, 
And uh, yes, I intend to complete my legal education and become a lawyer and uh, be a damn good lawyer. Uh, I think things are going to work out. That's about all I can say. Wow, that scared the shit out of me. That music at the end? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? That's that? like from the, the documentary. Yeah. But I also don't find, like, I don't find him attractive at all in that video, number yeah. one. Number two, he's fucking weird. Isn't it just creepy? Yeah. Like, I just, like, when I watched it, it just, like, threw me off. He looks like the way that he laughs. Shit doesn't stink. Like, yeah. He's, like, he's just so overly confident. Yeah. He's, that's weird. Yeah. Very strange. Exactly. So, I don't like, like him at all. I don't think very many people did. No. So, uh, so when the case actually started, uh, he, like, waived his right to a jury and okay. just wanted it to be tried in front of a judge oh. which to me is really fucking stupid yeah um because now you're just like giving up your opportunity for anybody right. else to see yeah. the case which is dumb why would he do that i don't know it's stupid so uh deborah was questioned for like hours on the stand but she 100 percent stood by what she said she didn't let the defense or anybody influence what she had to say, and Ted was not happy about it because he, at one point, stood up, pointed at her, then pointed at the judge, and said, She's lying. She's lied before, and she's lying now. Why? Why did she lie before? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. So, this was kind of a dumb move on Ted's part because people started to look at him and be like, Oh, well, if he's yelling at this girl in the middle of a courtroom, yeah. maybe he can be angry and violent. Right. So it was kind of stupid on his part. Yeah. Um, but he is quoted saying, I don't care what people, th- I don't care what people think how I act. I act according to the way I think as right for me and best at the time. Okay, fucking weirdo. Yeah, so, so, you know, whatever. So, <clears throat> Uh, even though the defense was confident that the judge would be like, nah, he's not guilty, um, they, they were wrong. Yeah. (laughs) He was, the judge was like, no, Ted was guilty of kidnapping Carol Durant. Wow. So, they did this thing called a 90-day evaluation at Utah State Prison. Uh, there was a psychologist that would come in and evaluate him and see whether or not he should go to prison or whether he should be put on probation. Oh. So, it wasn't like you did... It wasn't like trying to determine whether or not he did it, because they already determined that. Mm-hmm. But it was determined, like, is he angry and violent, basically. Okay. So, Dr. Al Carlisle was assigned to the case to figure out if he was okay to be left back out and mm-hmm. just on probation... Or if he needed to actually right. go to prison. So, when met, Ted met with this man, he began to paint his life and his childhood in a bright light. Of course. As he did. All the time. Usually. Yeah. Uh, like there was nothing wrong at all. Uh, the psychologist even talked to his parents, and his parents said that everything was fine, and that there was no way that he could have done this. Um, his mother is quoted saying, how can this be? Because he has lots of friends, was a good student, a very normal, active boy. Our son is the best son in the world. Paul Lays. Yeah. So, like, you know. Yeah. Okay. However, Dr. Carlisle took it upon himself to talk to other people mm-hmm. and, like, old girlfriends of Ted's. Right. 
And that's what when... about the bitch that pointed, pointed the police at him? Yeah. And that's when he got the information that wasn't all, right. you know, rainbows and sunshines. So, according to Dr. Carlisle, he was... Ted was denying everything that happened in his childhood, mm-hmm. like abuse, being illegitimate, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And from a psychological standpoint, he basically was doing what we said before. Right. The first episode, he just blocked everything out, and it was just right. like, this didn't happen, I don't know what the fuck you're talking yeah. about. So, according to Dr. Carlisle, uh, he concluded that he did have a violent side to him, it was possible to, for him to be violent, and that he should not be placed on parole, and was sentenced to 15 years in Utah State Prison. Nice, love yeah. that. I love the fact that it was either he goes on parole and gets out for whatever, or it was 15 years. years. Like, what? I know. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that when you were, like, explaining it, and I was like, he's gonna go on probation for kidnapping a person? I know, right? Like, how does that make any sense? Yep. It literally makes no sense. Yeah. So, on October 21st, 1976, about five months into him serving his 15-year sentence, Bundy was served an arrest warrant. In nice. prison. Oh, in prison. Yep. So you could be served okay. in a warrant in prison. Did not know that. Yep. For the murder of Karen Campbell. I was wondering when he was gonna get Yeah, done. so this is the girl, if we remember from last time, was the one who was taken from her hotel in Aspen, right. Colorado. Yeah. So he's in Utah. Right. So but. this, now we're connecting. Right. Utah, Colorado. Which I wonder why they're connecting them. Uh, so he was charged with first degree murder. And at this time, the warrant warranted the death penalty. Right. So, of course. How did this happen? You might ask. Right. Um, <laughs> so a search of Ted's apartment led to them finding a brochure for the hotel that Karen was staying at. <laughs> oh, idiot. <Stupid. laughs> and the police in Colorado got his, like, gas slips mm-hmm. and ended up placing him, him near and around the area that night where Karen went missing. So he, like, got gas beforehand. Or after. And kept the receipts. Like, (laughs) just just throw them out. Like, what? (laughs) Okay. Um, they also had a witness placing him in the hotel that day on, like, the same day that she was taken and killed. Oh, shit. Mm Mm-hmm. So, now, they were like, okay, well, murder is worse than kidnapping, so now we're gonna take him to Aspen and put him on trial for, for murder. murder. Uh-huh. So, this was like the a little bit of like a turning point mm-hmm. for Ted's behavior. Okay. And like I literally put in my notes, I think this is a little of Ted's serial killer showing. Oh, nice. Um, because he was like real like mad. Yeah. Um, he was like usually like stand up guy like whatever. And he got, like, real snappy, real angry while being in prison, like, at guards, and, like, basically, he was complaining about the way that he, because they were treating him as if he was not a human. Kind of like he would treat his victims when he killed them. And he didn't like that. Of course. Mm. Why would he? Carmen fucking River Ted. So, um, even though that part of his behavior changed, he was still just as fucking e- egocentric as ever. He mm. was so fucking cocky. Of course. And there's this video of him walking with, um, like, some guards with, like, a box full of papers, and he's shackled at the ankles, mm-hmm. and he's saying, my class, my class graduates in about a month from law school. I bet I know more about law than any of them. 
Why would he say that? Is he, is he the studying one who didn't graduate from like law what? school? Yeah. So, um, to your question, did he spend all his time studying yeah. in jail? He literally spent all of his time in jail awaiting trial, preparing for the trial, and reading law cases. Right. Which a lot of people in jail they do. do. Yeah. Yeah. So, I have another little oh, I'm excited. tidbit. Yay. Um, from the Bundy, like, tapes on Netflix that would just use all of, like, old video footage of Ted. So it's just mm-hmm. really easy to, like, get things yeah, from Yeah, of course. Um, he was, like, real, real confident in himself. Okay, so this is Ted talking to an interviewer while he's in jail in Aspen. And okay. you're gonna notice that he's in normal clothes, like I right. said last time, where, like, everything's weird. And wants. they're in normal clothes, so... But he spends most of his time preparing his defense. First of all, I guess I should just ask, how are you doing up here? So, so short question, deserving a long answer. Uh, I'm doing well, I feel good. Uh, working hard on my case. Uh, need a lot more sun and a lot more fresh air, but other than that, I'm doing okay. Do you get fresh air, sun? Do you get out? Well, I get to go to the library. <laughs> It's a 50-yard walk from here across this, across the parking lot to the library. That's my fresh air. Ted, when you left Salt Lake, when you were extradited, you I'm wish you to say, you feel that everything will turn out all right, that you are innocent. Do you still feel that? that? Yeah, more than ever. I feel good about it. And yes, I feel that I'm right. And yes, I'm, I feel I'm going to make it. No doubt in my mind. Yes, right. Let me ask just a question here now, okay? You are not guilty. I'm not guilty. <laughs> does, that, does that include the time I stole a comic book when I was five years old? <laughs> I'm not guilty of the charges which have been filed against me. And the allegations? And the allegations. And the rumors. And the <laughs> I don't know all of what you're speaking about, Lucky. It's too broad and I can't get into it in any detail. Uh, but I'm satisfied with with my blanket statement that I'm innocent. Uh, no man is truly innocent. Uh, I mean, we all have transgressed Sorry, in some what? way in our life. And as I say, I, I've been uh, impolite, and uh, there are things I regret having done in my life. Uh, but nothing like the, the things I think that you're referring to. Have you ever physically harmed anyone? Ever physically harmed anyone? No. Ew, he looks like a camera there. Again, not in the context of things that you're, you're speaking of. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, the way that he looks at the camera yeah, at like some points is just like, ooh, it's just First so off He says a blanket statement of I'm innocent. Yeah. How is that a blanket statement? Yeah. That makes no sense. Like, you're the one being charged with yeah, like, murder. What? Yeah, and like the smile yeah, that's on his face—it's poor. It's so scary. I don't like that at yeah. all. All right. So, on June seventh, nineteen seventy-seven, okay. Bundy had a preliminary hearing for the Karen case. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles Ledner, which was Ted's lo- lawyer, met mm-hmm. with Ted that morning to go over a couple things. Uh, Ted was where he usually is, in the back of the law section of the library in the courthouse, researching as per usual. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Ledner was kind of just, like, chilling, taking a break, uh, he was smoking a cigarette in the hallway, 
and <laughs> one of the officers asked him if, asked him if he knew where Ted was. <gasps> and <laughs> he pulls my favorite line to pull, which is, it was my turn to watch him. <laughs> which I say constantly. Yeah. Um, turns out somebody probably should have been watching him. Because someone on the first floor reported that somebody on the second floor jumped out the window. Forgot this happened. Yeah. So, Ted jumped out the window and was gone. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so the guards turned their back, left him alone, not handcuffed, not shackled, and boy did he take that fucking opportunity. Right, yeah. And that's not to say that this whole thing wasn't planned. Right. Because let's not forget... Ted's very smart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he was planning for taking this opportunity. Yeah. So he would jump off the top bunk of his bed to the floor over and over and over again to strengthen his legs for the impact of jumping from the second floor to the ground. He also mentally measured the distance from the corner of the courthouse and where the, like, window was to the alley, from the alley to the river, from the river to the mountains. Whoa, so that he knew that? how long it was going to take him to get there. And then he measured his cell and would run back and forth the distance that he measured so that he could knew that he could run that run distance. It. Shit, he's a smart man. Yeah. He also practiced changing his clothes quickly from, like, dress clothes to regular clothes. Yeah. He also got a haircut. Which, where are you getting a haircut yeah. in jail? Well, uh, in jail, they do everything. They yeah, do but tattoos. they usually just, like, buzz your hair. They're yeah. not giving you, like, the fucking, like, work up. You're right. Uh, but he was just, like, so smart. Uh, yeah. About everything. Oh, yeah. And it's so scary. So, now Ted's missing. And everybody's looking for this guy. Like, regular people, police, police dogs, everybody. The FBI got involved. Yeah. Um, obviously, because... They didn't know if he was going to a different state, so mm-hmm. it, because it was interstate, right. they had to get yeah. the FBI involved. So, basically, he stayed in the mountains for a few days, but it was Colorado, and it rains a lot there. Oh, uh, does it? And it's also still cold, cold in the mountains, yeah. even in, you know, June. June, yeah. Um, so, he was just miserable in the mountains, right. and according to Ted, he says it himself, he went back to Aspen just to see what would happen. Nice. So... Let me just go hang out there and see yeah, what'll happen. just see what happened. Weirdo. Uh, so on June 13th, mm-hmm. so a couple days later, Weird. Officer Glenn Flat noticed a car was driving all crazy, and it just so happened that he, like, pulled the car over, mm-hmm. and it turned out to be Ted. Oh, so let me just break out of jail and then drive my car like an mm-hmm. asshole. Yeah, he, like, gets caught just driving Dude, most of the time. Like, maybe just stop driving after yeah. a while, because you keep getting caught driving. Yeah. <laughs> so just stop. Oh. <laughs> um, so there's this, like, very, like, famous shot of Ted walking through the courthouse after he's been caught. Mm-hmm. He was barefoot and super skinny. He'd lost, like, 25 pounds in, like, those days. Wow. But he was still smiling like he was about to win a fucking right, award. Um, he called his escape, his escape an incredible experience. Like, he was oh so proud of himself. Yeah. And I honestly, like, think that he just escaped because he wanted to see if he could. Right. He was like, oh, let me see what, what I can Yeah, do. like, I don't think he was afraid that he was gonna get tried for anything yeah. or, like, be convicted guilty of anything. I just think that he wanted to see if he could, like, yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. So, 
he, you know, he sure felt like he fucking could, and he did, so I guess he wasn't wrong, but, um, you can tell from, like, all of the, like, videos and stuff that he was just feeding off of the media exposure, and he loved being the center of his attention. He was just a complete, like, narcissist, if you haven't gathered that already. Um, he didn't, like, take into the account the risks that would come with doing the things that he did. He oh. just wanted to do it. Just yeah. stupid. Yep, like, that's, like, another reason why he's so, like, psychologically interesting. <coughs> Excuse me. Is because he, like, didn't... He didn't go into something thinking, okay, if I do this, oh, I could no. get caught, and then I'm gonna go back to jail. Mm-hmm. He went into think something thinking, alright, I'm gonna do this because I want to, and let's just see what fucking happens. Right. So, he didn't think there's any consequences. Right, none. So, jumping to December. So, December 30th. So, okay. he's back in jail. He's all, you know, Gucci okay. and fine. So, December 30th, 1977. Ted was still waiting trial for the murder of Karen. Um, that day, the guard had, like, brought food, like, normal. Um, but when the guard came back, the food was just, like, untouched. So... Mm. Ted had, like, not been eating the last couple days, so the guard just, like, assumed that he stopped eating now. Right. And, like, they don't want people to just not eat in jail. Yeah, So the guard went in and, like, went to get him up from the bed and be like, yo, dumbass, eat something. And he pulled back the covers, and instead of Ted, there was a pile of books. Again? So, yeah. So Ted starved himself till about 130 pounds or so, climbed out of a hole that he had dug... Like, the light fixture was in the right. ceiling, and, like, there was a hole that he dug around the light fixture. Wow. And was able to climb through the hole and crawl into the apartment of one of the jailers that was right above his cell. He took all of the guy's clothes that was in the apartment, yeah. changed, and li- literally, like, no joke, Just walked, walked right out the front door. What a psychopath. Mm-hmm. What a smart psychopath. Mm-hmm. Just walked directly out the front door. Wow. Yep. So, this escape was ten times worse than the first one. Mm-hmm. Because they literally had no idea where he went. He, right. they, they didn't know how long he wasn't there yeah. for. He didn't know... They didn't know anything. He yeah. could have been miles away by the time they even realized that he right. was gone. Um, so, again, he saw the opportunity. He took and he it. fucking took it. Wow. Again. Again. Yeah. Twice. So. Shit. The... Police department in Colorado, Utah, and Washington were all aware that he was missing. Mm -hmm. And they contacted every person that Ted Bundy would have known, like his mom, his family, girlfriends, friends, Mm -hmm. whatever, and were basically like, if you know where he is and you don't tell me, you're going to jail. Right. Um, Again, the FBI got involved, um, and this got him put on the FBI's most wanted Mm -hmm. list. So, um... On January 14th in 1818, <laughs> imagine, we're jumping way back. Wow. Well, he just went back <laughs> in time. Ted time traveled. Um, no, on January 14th, 1980, no, 1970, I can't, I'm like retarded right now, I like can't read numbers. 76? Yes, okay. no, 78. 1978. So, this happened on December 30th, 1978. Um... Now it's January 1978. Mm-hmm. Um, at Florida State University, 
Okay. So we're, like, other side of the country. It was found that... Wow. Yeah. It was found that two girls in a sorority house had been murdered. Shit. So Margaret Bauman, uh, she was found, like, murdered in her bed. Mm -hmm. She had been beaten and raped. There was a puncture wound found on her breast and a bloody print found on her butt. Uh, there was a lot of blood around her head, and there had been a, a nylon stocking wrapped around her neck. Sound wow. familiar? Because it should. Yeah. Um. Jeez. Yeah. So then Lisa Levy, or Levy, was also found the same way, uh, down the hall from Margaret. Mm. Um, she had also been beaten, strangled, and raped. Of course. And then Karen Chandler and Kathy Kilner were also down the hall from... Margaret and Lisa, and they were both sleeping when they were attacked, but they both survived. So he went on a rampage. Yeah. What's that? Mm-hmm. Wow. So they say that it was clear that the intruder had a plan. Right. Because he, like, went through a specific window, like, knew where to go right. in the house. Knew all of it. But it was clear that the person also started to lose control, mm-hmm. because if... Like, they had a plan, they wouldn't have just randomly attacked four girls, right. and then they certainly wouldn't have left two of them alive. Yeah. So, the next day, January 15th, the Sheriff's Department got a call from someone, and that person said that it sounded like their neighbor was being beaten. Nice. So, the Sheriff, Ken Kastner, uh, was obviously, like, there's no way that this can be the same yeah. person from literally yesterday. Like, yeah. no shot. Um, but he was like, all right, like, we gotta go. Like, we're going to this. And he even said in an interview, in all my studies of criminology, crime, criminals, and their meso- methods, they do something like this and they're on the lam. They're gone. Mm-hmm. There's, they don't want to be around. They're certainly not going to commit another crime. Yeah, Okay. So, when they did arrive to the scene, uh, they found Cheryl Thomas was beaten laying in a pool of her own blood in her house. Uh, they knew it was the same girl, or they had, like, real, like, suspicions that it was the same, like, person that killed the sorority girls, because it was literally six blocks away from the sorority house. And they were all killed in the same fashion. That's so terrible. Yeah. So, um... While the medical examiner and the police were in the morgue figuring out, like, cause of death, Mm -hmm. Ken, Ken is a superstar, by the way. Yeah? The sheriff? Yeah, we love Ken. Uh, Ken noticed two bite marks on one of the girls. Oh. And it was two distinct bite marks that overlapped each other, which means that the person bit real fucking hard, Mm -hmm. let go, and then bit real fucking hard again. Oh. Yeah. Shit, I was like, oh, maybe they have some messed up teeth or something. No, like, they, they bit twice. Wow. Yeah. So they had two clear, like, bite marks. Yeah. Um, so on February 9th in 1978, in Lake City, Florida, Kimberly Leach, who was attending her middle school as normal, so she was 12. Oh, God. Didn't show up to one of her oh, class no. mid-morning after walking across a basketball court and nobody could find her. So the police started, like, searching like crazy. Yeah. There was literally, like, 12 different, like, police departments well, involved because she in was this. a kid, too. Because she was literally 12. Yeah. So, um, you know, why am I telling you about all these missing yeah. people in Florida? That yeah. seems weird. 
Um, well, well Mr. Ted, Bundy's Ted Bundy run, right? has been missing at this point for 46 days. Shit, wow. <laughs> yeah. It's been wow. 46 days since he, you know. Just up and left, basically. Exactly. So, on February 15th, uh, 1978, in Pensacola, Florida. First of all, love the name of that city. Yeah. Don't know why, <laughs> but I love it. Um, <laughs> so, if you live in Pensacola, yeah, Florida, let me know. There. I like the name of your town. <laughs> Um, a police officer attempted to pull over this car that was kind of driving weird. Fucking Ted, stop yeah, driving cars stupid. and you won't get caught. Yeah. Um, How does he get all these cars? Does he, he steal them? them? Yeah. Okay. So, he got pulled over and the guy, what do you know, he took <laughs> off, he ran. Oh, shocking. shocking. Again. Um, eventually the chase ended and the man was arrested. Um... However, uh, we know that it's Ted Bundy right. because we're talking they about it, about but it. they didn't know that it was Ted Bundy because, again, we're in Florida, and this happened... Now, forget the fact that they're a couple states away over in Utah and Colorado. Like 46 now we're freaking all across the country. Right. So, um, the man was found with a stolen car. Okay. And he also had 21 stolen credit cards nice. in the car. Wow. So the man claimed to be a law student at Florida State University, but refused to give his name to the cops. Okay. He also fought real hard with the cops that arrested him, like okay. fought the cops. Yeah. Um, eventually, when he was appearing in court, he did tell him that his name was Kenneth Meisner, Meisner okay. and showed ID. Oh. Yeah. So... The funny thing about this is that the actual Kenneth Meisner saw that he had been arrested because his name was in the paper, right. and he contacted them and was like, yo, I'm over here yeah. in my house, that's not me. Well, how did he get his ID? Um, I mean, to be fair, in the 70s, um, like, licenses were just a piece of paper with your name and address yeah. on it. Like, it was literally just a piece of paper. Somewhere. Yeah. He could have printed it himself. Oh. Oh, Yeah, really? it wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, our oh. IDs. It was literally just, a like, a piece yeah. of paper. With... I'm wondering how he found out the name Kenneth. Yeah, Meisner. that I don't know, but. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Kenneth was, like, um, not me. Wrong bitch. Well, yeah. <laughs> a common theme. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, I think that's our keyword yeah. of this. <laughs> um, so, uh, the guy that they arrested was like, all right, fine, it's not me, I'm not Kenneth. And they were like, yeah, we know, thanks. Um, he was like, but I'm still, like, I'm not telling you who I am. So, during this, his court proceeding, the lawyer that was appointed to him Mm -hmm. was like, he still has the right to, um, put up bond. And the judge was like, dude, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Who's post? I can't post bond for somebody who I don't even know who their name is. Yeah. So they were like, no. And, like, the guy was like, okay. (laughs) He literally, he goes, all right. (laughs) In the video. Really? Yeah. (laughs) He goes, all right. (laughs) That's I was like, yeah, you put up a real good fight there, bud. Court-appointed lawyers, let me tell you. (laughs) So they knew that something was up with this dude. He was stealing a car. He lied about the police, like, his name. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So they were like, all right, we're going to steal his car. So they found jack shit. They found nothing. Hmm. They found no hair, 
no evidence of anything weird, but they knew that the car was stolen and it just happened to be stolen from an area that was right next to where the sorority house was. Stupid, yeah. In, like, where the girls were. Right. So, they were like, hmm, could be a suspect for the case. So, the police start, like, heavily interrogating this dude. And finally, he broke and was like, I'll give you my name if I can call my girlfriend Liz. Oh, so if you remember Liz from last time, yeah. it was the girl who was like, yo, my boyfriend's sketchy. Yeah. Why is he gonna call her? Still dating. They're what? still together. Yeah, they're still a thing. They were very, like, on and off. In the 46 it? days, she wasn't like, hey, haven't heard from you. I don't know. But they were, you know, still a thing. What the fuck? So, uh, we all know that this guy was Ted Bundy. Yeah. Um, and, yes, same Liz from before. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they were, like, actually, like, really dating yeah. at this time. or he just thought or they were. Or if he was, like, was like, I can trust her, let right. me call her. Which, why would you trust her after she ran you out to the police? I don't yeah. know, but whatever. Weird. Um, so during this call to Liz, Ted's ba- Ted basically tells her that it was gonna be really bad when it got out that, like, Obviously. that they, that he was Ted. Yeah. Um... He told her that he wished that he could talk to her in private without anybody listening, and about why the way he was. Like, why the way he was the way he was. That was a long sentence. (laughs) Um, He told her that he was sick and consumed by something he didn't understand and couldn't contain it. Okay. So, I just wanted to also make note that, like I said, he looks so different. When he's brought into the jail, he looks like so fucking different like when i was watching it i looked at it and i was like i know that it's ted bundy yeah but like that does not look like him really like at all yeah it's super weird um so like little tiny things just show like how much like this guy changes his face and it looks like a completely different person so um so this is what happened when he did escape like escape like this is how he got to florida basically so he explained uh to steven in the the bundy tapes this is what he said he said that he got on a he escaped obviously through walked out the front door got a bus to denver to denver he flew to chicago from chicago he got on amtrak to go to ann arbor michigan to watch the University of Washington play the University of Michigan in football. What? So he attended a football game, just leisurely. From there, he stole a car and drove to Atlanta, Georgia. In Atlanta, Georgia, he abandons the car and then takes a bus to Tallahassee, Florida, to the Florida State University. Wow. So in 46 days or so, he flew... He, not flew, but he made it his way across the country. Wow. Yeah. So, that happened. Impressive? Yeah. Kind of. Like, I mean. I would get lost. Okay. So, kind of, yeah. Pretty impressive, I'm not gonna lie. Um, so, after all of that. Yeah. And the fact that he knew that the police in, like, different departments weren't communicating with each other, this all just went to shit based on a regular old traffic stop. Of course. So, like, Which it's... Which is, I feel like that's the case in so many different Yeah, like, it is. Because, like, like I think... People just get sloppy. Yeah, there's just people who get caught. Like, yeah. the guy over here in that was from East Meadow that yeah. got caught on the yeah. southern state. Like... 
They so, just get sloppy. They think no one can stop them. Yeah, so, like, he literally just got caught on a traffic right. stop. You got a million people looking for him, and this yeah. guy in fucking Florida pulls you yeah. over. Yeah, like, come on. Yeah. So the police have Ted as a prime suspect now in killing uh, the girls at Florida State and in the disappearance of Kim. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was placed uh, by credit card transactions, like, from the stolen cars right. in Lake City, um, as well as in the area around Florida State. Mm-hmm. So both places. Wow. Now they just needed evidence. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, they did get this evidence, but it was about a month later, after Kim went missing, they found her body oh. in the woods in, like, a deserted shack. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. So they got evidence, but, like, in like the not, not, yeah. not great evidence. Yeah. No, like, good evidence, but, but not in a good service. Yeah. The, actually, in, like, the, the Ted Bundy tapes, the guy that was, like, working the case yeah. said that he never cried in his adult life before, like, before, like, from oh, college to adult life, he never yeah. cried. Same. <laughs> <laughs> he never cried, and he cried the day that they found her body. Because that's it was, a, it, was. it was a 12-year-old girl, and, like, the town was, like, a real, like, small town. Right. Like, it wasn't, so like... So everyone knows everyone. Yeah. So, in April of 1978, Ted was made aware that they had evidence to charge him with both Florida cases. Mm-hmm. And Ted is quoted saying to the sheriff that was on the case, when you find the person who committed these crimes that you think I committed, that person is going to be wanted for the murders of women in the... Three digits in six different states. Holy shit. And he, like, I just did it to Lindsay, and obviously you guys can't see it. He held up his, like, fingers. Three fingers. So he would be, like, in in the three digits in six different states and hold up his fingers when he said that to the guy. I don't know. But that's just kind of a little fun little line that he said. Um... So, they decided in Florida, amongst themselves, that he would be tried for the Florida State cases in Tallahassee first, mm-hmm. because they had a maximum security prison in Tallahassee. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And they didn't want him to escape Obviously. again yeah. for the third fucking yeah, time. Like... Um, they literally had, like, three locks on his cell door. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, uh, the sheriff, Ken. Mm-hmm. We love, love Ken. Yeah. Um, in Florida, was a smart fucking dude. Yeah? He, yeah. So, one day, he visited Ted's cell, and he was like, we're going for a ride. And Ted was like, uh, no. And he was like, no, we're going for a ride. So, they got Ted into a bunch of different cars and, like, took him somewhere. Mm -hmm. When they got to this somewhere that they were going... Uh, they arrived at a room in which three doctors were standing, and they had a dentist chair and dental equipment. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because of the bite marks. Yeah. So this guy was smart. Yeah. In thinking. So Ted lost his fucking shit. Like, lost it. Screaming at the top of his lungs, you can't do that without my lawyer being present. And Ted was like, yes, I, uh, not Ted, Ken. Ken. Was like, yes, I fucking can. Yeah. And they were, he was like, checkmate. I served him right then and there in that room with a warrant for his bite marks. Oh, shit. So, Ken, 
was like, fuck yeah, I can. he knew. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, they showed him this thing. They showed him all. They showed him the warrant. They showed him all the restraints that they could use if he didn't want to right. cooperate with them. And all of a sudden, after this, Ted's personality did like a complete one eighty. Of course. And he's literally he turned around, mm-hmm. sat down in the chair, and said, "Ken." You know you don't need all that stuff. I'm not a violent person. Okay. And just sat down, opened his mouth, and was and said, "Do what you must." What a fucking weirdo! <laughs> what? Yep. He's like, "Do what That's you gotta weird. do." Weird. Yep. So they took impressions of his teeth and looked at right. it and all that stuff, and like they showed pictures of it, and it's literally like when you went to the dentist and they like the gross the, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they did. Um. So now. They have Ted, mm-hmm. and all of the police departments in Washington, Utah, Colorado, were like, we got a dude. We got, right. like, we got a guy. So, in Florida, they decided that the best course of action was to go ahead and, with the case that was happening. Mm-hmm. So, they kind of were like, fuck him that he was arrested already in Utah. Yeah. Fuck him that he, you know, could have been arrested in another place. Yeah. They have evidence in Florida. So they were like, we need to do this in Florida so that way we can get this guy right. not and on the streets. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so basically they had evidence in Florida, right. which nowhere else did they have evidence to have head on anything. Yeah. So there's this super uh, famous video, which I don't know if you've seen it. You've seen it. From Zac Efron's point yeah. of view. But you've never probably, you probably haven't seen the yeah. actual video of him being charged with the murder. Mm-hmm. So, Ken is the one that reads him the indictment. And I'm going to play it. And you just got to watch, like, the, the crazy of his okay. fucking eyes. Um, so, yeah. Let me just... And, like, I just want to, like, say that also, it's not just Ted that was feeding off of this... Media. Yeah. It was also Ken. The cops, yeah. Yeah, so Ken was like, I, like, want to make this a big deal because I'm the one that put Ted Bundy in jail. Of course. So, let me find it. This is part of the video. And then I'm going to show you another part of the video where Ted, like, literally is just feeding off of the fucking energy in the room. Love it. He's really reading the room. (laughs) So, Ken is going to be the one, like, with the paper in his hand reading. And yeah. then Ted, obviously, is walking around. Oh, I remember this. Mm-hmm. What do we have here, Ken? Let's see. Oh, let's see. An indictment. All right. Why don't you read it to me? You're on bond for election, aren't you? Mr. Bond got it, didn't you? Mr. Bond told me that you told him you were going to get me. He said he was going to get it. Okay, you've got the indictment. It's all you're going to get. Let's read it. Let's go. Theodore Robert Bundy, you were charged. Indictment, two counts burglary, and uh, two counts murder in the first degree, three counts attempted murder in the first degree. In the name of and by the authority of the state of Florida, the grand jurors of the state of Florida and paneled and sworn to inquire and true presentment make in and for the county of Leon upon their oath to present that Theodore Robert Bundy on the 15th day of January, 1978, in Leon County, Florida, did then and there unlawfully kill a human being to wit, Margaret Bowman, by strangling and or beating her, 
and said killing was perpetrated by said Theodore Robert Bundy from or with a premeditated design or intent to effect the death of said Margaret Bowen, contrary to Section 81002 Florida Statutes. Very good. And your grand jury being present in said court further gives the court to be informed and understand. Why don't he have um, cuffs on? He's just walking around. Yeah, like pacing. Mm -hmm. yep. like. Okay, so just as much as, like I said, Ken was feeding off of the energy. Ted was feeding yeah. off the energy also, and he does this. The indictment handed down by the grand jury. Is that my cuff? No, it's not. My you get a cuff? We have your copy. You have the copy. That's fine. How did the cape <laughs> I talked to the press. I mean, we've had our chance. We, we displayed the prisoner now. I think it's my I've been kept in isolation for six months. I've been kept away from the press. I've been buried by you. You've been talking for six months. I think it's my turn now. All right. We got a court order that there won't be any press interviews. Sure, there won't be any press interviews. You've given them out. I'm, I'm ganged. You're not. All right. I'll be heard. What a weirdo. Yeah. Wow. So he was like, I want the press to be there. Of course like, he does. Yeah. yeah. He's like, well, if they're going to find out what I know, what I did, I might as well make it big. Make a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So this is, like, starting the trial now of uh, the murders. Okay. In Florida. Okay. This all starts around, like, May of, like, 1979. Okay. Um, so the media coverage didn't stop after the indictment. It was huge everywhere. Um... Half because of the severity of the murders, and half because of Ted's personality. Okay. Because he was so smooth and charming yeah. and the cocky son of a bitch. Of course. And he likes to act like he is. Yeah. So there's that. Um, so this was the first case, like, pretty much ever that got, like, this big, big, big media, yeah. like, coverage. Mm -hmm. um, it was publicized over all 50 states and in other countries, which was, wow. like, a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you can pretty much watch this whole trial, like, because it was filmed right. in the courtroom. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's all it's there. there. Yeah. Um, so Larry Sims, Simpson was the prosecutor, and Michael Minerva was appointed to Ted for his lawyer, because he couldn't afford one. Um, so he was the state's lawyer. Right. Um, so... Because the media had hit so hard in this case, Michael Minerva was basically, like, the public's view is, like, fucking yeah. wrecked of Ted. Like, yeah. and it was a trial by jury, so right. the jury is gonna already yeah. have a oh, yeah. bias against him. Which isn't right, but no. that's, you know, that's just yeah. how, how it's gonna be. Yeah. Um, so the public plus the jury isn't gonna take into the account innocent until proven guilty. No. They've pretty much already decided. Yeah. Um, so he decided, let's not take the case as I'm trying to prove this guy being innocent, because that's not gonna happen, probably. Yeah. Let's take it as something different. Okay. So, the prosecutor decides to take the case, and there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of pressure on the prosecutor, mm -hmm. because they are the ones that have to deliver the evidence and make right. sense of it, um, and never let this guy back of out course. on the street. Yeah. From the defense point of view, all he wanted to do, all Michael was concerned about doing, was making a plea. Okay. To get life in prison instead of the death penalty. Okay. Because the death penalty right. was what they were going yeah. for. 
So he knew that the prosecution made a good case in all the evidence that they had. Mm-hmm. And the, he knew that the public had a really poor perception of him already. So, okay. like, he wasn't hopeful. Yeah. Um, so in that case, uh, Ted agreed. Mm-hmm. Which, well, he was, like, shocked that he agreed to Yeah, this. of course. So... Um, he was like, yeah, sure, I'll, tr- like, take a plea, and hmm. you can give me life in prison instead, like, try to. Yeah. So on June 1st, 1979, mm-hmm. the courtroom was packed, even though it wasn't supposed to be, because they didn't yeah. want media coverage, but, you know, that going out the fucking window. Of course, why would it? <laughs> right, exactly. And as soon as court started, Ted stood up and just started talking. Oh, nice. Yeah. He basically said in, like, a little speech... Um, my lawyer thinks I'm guilty, uh, they couldn't provide effective defense, and he doesn't think that we can avoid a conviction, so I'm turning down whatever plea you're gonna give me. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. So he basically turned down the plea offer and indirectly told his lawyer to go fuck oh, himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael, at that point, tried to withdraw from the case, but the judge denied his request to withdraw. Oh. So, the judge allowed for Michael to stay on as an advisory counsel, uh-huh. and the judge allowed Ted to serve as his co-counsel. Yeah. So, basically, he wasn't, like, indefinitely his own lawyer, but he, like, played his own lawyer. He couldn't be his real own lawyer because he didn't go to law right. school. He didn't have a law degree. Right. So, but he was, like, trying to act he like one because be, yeah. Ted Bundy knows better than everybody. Of course, yeah. Right. He's God. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, about a month later, so now we're in July, Mm -hmm. so July 1st, the trial, like, officially started. Right. Okay. So, Michael brought on another lawyer onto the case, um, Mm. because he didn't actually go to, like, the trial. Oh. So, he brought, like, a different lawyer. He was like, fuck that, I'm not even going (laughs) to Literally. Yeah. So, this was Margaret Good was brought onto the case. Okay. Um... So, they, she tried to make a dumbass fucking defense, which never works, which is the incompetent to stand trial. I was gonna say, the insanity. Yeah, so not insanity, because uh-huh. insanity is that they were insane at the time of the crime. Oh, okay. Incompetent is just that he didn't understand the charges that were being brought against oh, him okay. at the yeah, time. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, that didn't fucking last right. long. No. Judge Coart was like, mm, no, he ruled him completely competent, and he ruled that he was in charge of his own defense now. Oh, shit. So... Yeah. This judge was like... <laughs> he was like, you think you can handle yeah, it? Yeah, he was like, go ahead, go ahead yeah. champ, have fun. Um, so, he acted very, like, swing, Ted Bundy. He acted, like, super normal to irrational to normal to impulsive. Like, it went very back and forth. And he would constantly deflect and defer anything that was being asked of him. Of course. Uh, he asked the judge for a typewriter and more exercise no. while he was in jail. <laughs> At one point, he was going on and on about his living situation in the jail. Yeah. Um, it, he was complaining that the space was small and that the lighting was so bad that he couldn't read, so it made him unable to help his defense. Uh-huh. Um, the funny part about this whole thing is that the judge deadass went to his cell and was like, hmm, yeah, the lighting does suck in here. No way. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. And then they moved him to, like, a conference room to, like, okay, be able to, to work, work on his case. 
But, like, the judge dad was like, hmm, yeah, no, I wouldn't want to read in here either. Like, I mean, what? which is good for them, they're letting him get his fair turn I mean, I or whatever. I guess, but, like... Because you can't, like, they can't yeah, be, they like, can't, like, guilty, be like, like, fuck you. Suck you. Yeah, yeah, I guess. That makes the most sense. But, like, also, okay, like, weird. Like, what? <laughs> so, when the actual, like, conversation about murders happened... Right. The first witness was brought to the stand by the prosecution, um, and he was one of, like, the first police officers to be on the scene during the murders, and the prosecution brought him up there purely just to set the scene. Mm -hmm. So they just wanted him to lay out what he saw when he walked in. However, Ted, because he's such a good lawyer, so, yeah, Ted being the fucking, like, genius lawyer, oh my god, great Mm -hmm. guy, was like, I'm gonna examine this witness. I'm gonna cross-examine this witness. And the prosecutor was like, okay. what are you doing? Yeah, like, like, why are you doing that? Yeah. So, he asked this guy to go through the, like, from him walking in. Mm-hmm. And from to ask him to describe exactly what he saw in as much detail as possible. Oh, God. And it's thought that he did this because it was completely unnecessary to describe all this gore and shit. Yeah. Um, he, they thought that he did this purely to just reaccount of what he did. Like, he just wanted to hear it out loud again and, like, relive it and, like, have it be retold as somebody else was walking Mm -hmm. into, like, what he found, like, what he did. Mm Mm-hmm. 100%. Which is, like, fucked up. Yeah. But, I mean, it's all fucked up, but, like. Obviously, he was not right in the head. Clearly. Yeah. So, they went on to their next witness after that, yeah. and I was like, okay. After all that. <laughs> yeah. And their next witness to testify was Nita Neary, which her name, kind of fun. Yeah, her I hair love that. was so nice. Really? Everybody's hair in the Why? 70s what kind was of great. Hair? It was just beautiful. Really? It was just like long and blonde Aww. and like ugh, big. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, so, she was another one that lived at the sorority house. Okay. And the prosecution asked her to describe the man that she saw around the sorority house that day. A.K.A. Ted Bundy. Yeah. Uh, so she pointed to Ted, and she sat down, like, to make a sketch, like, before him. Right. And it was, like, a silhouette and, like, a profile, Mm -hmm. and it, like, seemed to match Ted pretty well. Okay. So the prosecutor was like, that's the guy. Yeah. However, the defense, this lawyer, a different lawyer, not the girl, a different one, so there's two lawyers on the case, was actually very good at discrediting her. Like, very good. So, he just asked her a series of questions off in a row, and was like, did you see the man's eyes? And she goes, no. Yeah. Did you see the man's hair? No. Did you see the man's eyebrows? No. Face? No. Lips? No. Cheeks? No. Blah, blah, blah. Keeps going on and on and on about every fucking part of this guy's body. Yeah. And was like, how could you tell me that this was the guy if you could tell me that you didn't see any of this stuff? Yeah. Any defining feature. Which is not wrong. So, it was a really good cross-examination. (laughs) <laughs> but literally after this guy finishes, mm-hmm. Ted stands up and fires the lawyer in the middle of court. What? Like, tries to fire him in no the middle way. of court. Was like, I don't want this guy anymore. And the guy just walked out of the trial. He's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. He just walked out. He was like, alright, bye. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. So, like, like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, it was so good. And you had a... Like, yeah. this guy was like... It's almost like he wants to fight, yeah. but, like, also doesn't care It's almost like fight. he just didn't, like, want to win the fucking case. Right. Like, yeah. Um, 
So the trial goes on for days and it just increasingly got more media coverage and people, like, loved Ted Bundy. Of course. Um, girls would go to court in hopes to, like, get into the courtroom to be able to watch the case. They thought he was charming and great, but was also afraid of him. Um, and this is where the girl Carol Boone comes in. Mm -hmm. So, she was a complete advocate for him. She was like, no, he is innocent. She did a bunch of interviews saying that he was innocent, that there was no way that this was possible. Right. They started, like, a little, like, she called it a friendship, he called it a relationship. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, eventually she had a kid with him. What? Yeah. From jail? hmm I remember that. Yeah. Movie, this yeah. is the one that the Ted Bundy movie yeah. is about. It's about, it's supposed to be, from her point of view, yeah. what this all was. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she, like, completely advocated for him through everything. Wow. Which, like, okay, you yeah, do you, but psycho. sure. Um... So, through all of this, the main part of the trial comes up. This is, like, the part of the trial where everybody thinks is, like, the hot gotcha moment. Uh And this is when it came up to the bite marks. Uh So, this is the first time that bite marks would have been used ever in a courtroom. Really? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, The prosecution had a doctor show the court that the impressions that they made from Ted Bundy's teeth Mm-hmm. were very unique and compared to the ones that were on the bite marks they of the like girls, the they were the same. Okay. And the doctor positively confirmed without any, like, doubt in mind that they were the same teeth. Okay. Now, that's kind of, like, junk science. Yeah. Like, it's not really, like... Yeah, you can't You tell. couldn't, you would never use bite marks in right. court now, but also now we have DNA. DNA. They didn't have that mm-hmm. then. Well, I mean, they were, like, it was there, right. but, like, they didn't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, the day after the bite mark situation in court, Ted acted, like, really differently. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, that day, they had court, obviously, in the morning. Yeah. And Ted, in his cell, had stuffed the lock with wet, like, toilet paper and refused to, like, let the guards in his room to take him to court. Oh, my God. What is he, 12? (laughs) Literally. Um... This made the, this made him late for court that day, and the judge was fucking pissed, which, like, I would be too. Yeah. Um, so the judge made him explain himself to the court, and they got, like, kind of nasty with each other, Mm -hmm. which I'm also gonna play for you. Oh, (laughs) yay! I love this. (laughs) Um, because, like, you kind of, like, I can't, like, explain. Explain, yeah. Like, you have to hear it, because it's, like, it's coming from him. Like, it's just, you gotta just hear it. So, this is, like, basically the judge telling him, like, if you're late to court again, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Like, I will, like... You'll be prosecuted type of thing. Yeah, basically. Thank you. 
County Jail constitute harassment. It is an attempt by the system, I think, to, to coerce me, to wear me down. Since I have been in Dade County, I've been allowed to shake your finger at me, young man. Don't shake your finger at me, young man. Oh, one and one half hours. That's fine. You can shake it at Mr. Hayes. He probably, he probably deserves it better than you. He occasionally shakes his finger at me, This railroad train may be running, Your Honor, but if I want to get off, I'll get off. If I need to demonstrate to the court that there are things happening outside this courtroom, they're influencing and affecting me. There comes a time when I just have to say, whoa. If you say whoa, I'm going to be using spurs and overcome that whoa. Giddy yeah, yeah, that's what be better. <laughs> and this court is going to proceed on schedule. Bless your heart. I just hope you stay with us. And if you don't, we'll miss you. <laughs> All right? Look at him go. But like, I like that. Yeah, so like, he is like getting real nasty like don't point your finger at me and like that you hear like a slam at one point and like he threw his folder on the desk so like when you hear that slam in there he like ted threw his folder on the desk because obviously he was pissed off yeah so that was that so the yeah he was basically like don't fucking be late to this court ever again like stop pulling your bullshit right um so the after this all happened that day um both sides said their, um... Peace. No, what's, like, the... Their, closing. Fi- their closing statement. Closing, yeah. <laughs> uh, said their closing statement, and the jury was sent to deliberate about the case. Took them six and a half hours to come to a Which verdict. Which is pretty long. That's not. No? No. I mean, in a case like this, I'd be like, he fucking did it. Close case. <laughs> Close case. Bye. See you later. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, so six and a half hours, which I don't think is a long time. I think for for what it is and for what we know, yeah, it's long. But maybe in that sense, it wasn't. It wasn't. Long. Yeah. Um. So on July twenty fourth, nineteen seventy nine. Okay. The jury found Ted Bundy guilty of murder in the first degree for Margaret and Lisa, three Shocking. accounts of attempted murder and two accounts of burglary. Nice. And my guy Ted was shocked. Really? Yeah. He was like, what? me? <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. He had no chance. He never he stood a chance. literally shocked. Really? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Ted gets sentenced, and Judge Coart sentences him to death, um, and gives him this speech while doing this, and I'm also gonna play you that. Yay. Um, this is very well known. Uh-huh. This is where the title of the movie that Zac Efron was in comes from. Extremely oh, yeah. Wicked, Shockingly Evil. Yeah. That's where this comes from. Okay. Because he says it. The court finds that both of these killings were indeed heinous, atrocious, and cruel. And that they were extremely wicked, shockingly evil vile and the product of a design to inflict a high degree of pain and utter indifference to human life. This court, independent of, but in agreement with, the advisory sentence rendered by the jury does hereby impose the death penalty upon the defendant, Theodore Robert Bundy. Take care of yourself, young man. Thank you. I, I say that to you sincerely. Take care of yourself. It's a tragedy for this court to see that such a total waste, I think, of humanity that I've experienced in this court. You're a bright young man. If you made a good lawyer, I'd love to have you practice in front of you, but 
You went another way, partner. Take care of yourself. I don't have any animosity to you. I want you to know that. But it'll be in recess until Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. So. Interesting. Yeah. He was basically like, you almost played me, but, like, I got you. Yeah, he was basically like, you're a waste of space. Yeah. But also, you could have, you had you so, you had so, so many good. opportunities to not be such a waste of fucking space. Right. But instead, you decided to do this. Right. Um, and he was basically like, I, like, don't, like, have any animosity towards you, like, I don't yeah, feel yeah. any way, but, like... You ruined you ruined it. Like, yeah. so, um, so after this, he got sentenced to death, um, as you heard. Right. So in November of that same year, Ted went back to court mm-hmm. and was tried with the killing of Kim. Okay. Um, they did this purely just to make sure that he was sentenced to of death. Course. It was kind of unnecessary, but they still wanted it anyway, um, so, they had a fuck ton of evidence in this case. Yeah. They placed Ted at the scene uh, via witnesses. There mm-hmm. was blood in the van that he was driving that matched the blood type of Kim's. Uh, there was fibers of Kim's clothes found in the van as well. Oh, God. Yeah, and there was Ted's clothing fibers found on Kim's body. Aww. So, like... For sure. For sure, he killed her. Yeah. Um... Again, he defended himself like a fucking moron. Yep. Um, he... So, this is another, like, spectacle that I'm not gonna play, but it was surely a fucking spectacle. Yeah, of course. Um, he called Carol Boone to the stand (laughs) during this case, or the trial, rather, to testify of his personality. Oh, yeah, of course. And he literally proposed to her. Oh, while he re- was oh that's so stupid yeah while he was in the middle of questioning her yeah and then just like continued questioning her and like i remember that it was an act obviously yeah because like it's kind of like playing that like oh you're really gonna sentence me to death when i just proposed yeah. to my girlfriend like what yeah. the fuck man oh my god yeah uh, also at one point he like stuck his arms out like in like like out Mm-hmm. Um, and compared himself to Jesus. Nice. Love that. So, the jury did not like him. Right, of course. <laughs> At yeah. all. Um, the next day, again, he was convicted of murder in the first degree yeah. and sentenced to death. Good. Um, during the, during this, the judge, um, like, was reading off, like, you're being sentenced yeah. this X, Y, and Z. Ted sat with his back towards the judge. Of course. So he sat facing away from him. He just was a big And he just, like, it. yelled and fucking fought, like, after this whole thing happened. Yeah. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, now Teth was certainly sentenced to death. Yeah. He was dying no matter what. Yeah. Um, so on death row, this is when Stephen did the interviews with him, and this mm-hmm. is when the Ted Bundy tapes were recorded. Yeah. So in 19... 19- 80, this is when he sat down and had this conversation with mm-hmm. him. And he, like I said in the first one, he basically talked about everything that he did in the third person as not self-incriminate. Okay. Which is kind of smart if kind he wasn't of. already yeah. convicted. So he was basically telling, like, went through his own mind as if he was examining somebody else from right. a psychological standpoint, but really he was just... 
examining yeah. himself, but without stating right. that. Which, like, is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but, like, I, again, I'm gonna say this. If you have not watched Confessions of a Killer, yeah, the Ted Bundy Caves, tomorrow. watch them. Because yeah. they are just, like, the, yeah, it's so crazy. Um, so, in these tapes, he would go on about how something would possess him and, or somebody would possess the individual Mm -hmm. and take over, and he felt the need to take control of others. Again, he never said he, he said the the individual. individual. Um, he placed blame on his uprising around porn for sexually assaulting women. Okay. And he basically indirectly admitted to the murders at this point. Yeah. Um, so he tried to appeal his case, like, an upteenth amount of times. Mm -hmm. Um, he used, tried to use the... the incompetence thing again. He tried yeah. to use insanity. None of it mm-hmm. worked. Uh, because of this execution gate date, kept getting like of pushed course. back yeah, further he knew and what further. He was doing. Right. Um. So he never got any appeals for this case at all. Um, mm-hmm. Carol Boone also tried an infinitely a number of times. Um, while he was on death row is when he had the kid with her. I mm-hmm. think it was nineteen eighty one. Um. She tried, nothing was fucking working, and so basically, he was just like, alright, I guess I should probably talk. (laughs) Oh, no way! So, after he ran out of fucking options, Ted finally, after all these fucking years, admitted to all eight murders in Washington and Oregon. Wow. He also admitted to three more murders in Washington and two more in Oregon, that they didn't know about. Wow. He then admitted to, in Utah and Colorado, that he had committed multiple homicides, including the ones that were known Uh and the ones that weren't known. Wow. Uh, He also said that he, like, did it, but he didn't say where they were. He, like, said, like, everything correctly about the ones that they knew about, but the ones that that they didn't know about, he didn't tell them where they were. Uh, so, it's not really, like, known if there really was or more was people, or if he was just, like, talking out of his ass yeah. at this point. Um, so, I mean, it was kind of some good to come out of this case. Um, not much. What else is it? What good came out of this? Well, because Ted was, like, so, after he, you know, couldn't appeal his case, right. he was so open about, uh, not only, like, the people that he killed... But with the Ted Bundy tapes, he, like, with his interview with Steven, he laid out the psychology of a serial killer. Like, through and through, if you go through it, it, that is the psychology of a serial killer. So, indirectly, and also directly, he helped the FBI and criminologists Mm -hmm. and all of that piece together, okay, this is why people do this. He also literally, like, the FBI would take cases to him and be like, what is this? Yep. They would take cases to him and be like, can you psychoanalyze this person? And Ted Bundy would be like, they do this, this is why they do this, this is why they do that, this is why they do this, and it would help them in their cases. Yeah. Would he get paid or something for that? No, he was going to, he was going yeah, to die anyway. Like, no, they were like, he, what else was he going to do? He was willing to He was waiting to fucking die, so wow. he might as well do something. Yeah. So, he, yeah, he pretty much, he, like, helped them understand, like, why... People killers too. would bury bodies in a certain yeah. area and why they would go back to them and like all wow. this stuff yeah hmm. so that's interesting i guess he 
helps. He helps. Yeah. Kinda. The seventies were also just a fucking time of serial killers because yeah. that was like also like John Wayne Gacy and like yeah. Dave, whatever the fuck his last name was. Yeah. So like just you know, a yeah. lot of serial killers. Too many, yeah. Situations happening in the seventies. Way too many. So um on January twenty fourth, nineteen eighty nine mm-hmm. at 7.16 a.m., Ted Bundy was dead via nice. electrical chair. Wow. Yes. And this whole fucking situation mm. is, like, bonkers to me. Why? Because they, like, people were outside of the freaking prison acting like they were getting ready to go into a stadium for a fucking football <laughs> game or a concert. <laughs> there was literally, like... College kids, because all of these girls were college right. kids, they were drinking, yeah. partying, smoking. We're I mean, ready it, was to go. The, it was the fucking 90s, but like, yeah. they were just like, like acting like this was like not somebody losing their life and being sentenced to oh, death. Yeah. They were acting like it was some like fucking party. Yeah. Which, like, I get it that, like, okay, yeah, he was a horrible person, definitely deserved to die. Yeah, but like, but, like maybe don't like have a party right they didn't outside even know the any fucking of the court. Either, yeah, like, like I'm sure the victims' families weren't partying right, outside yeah, the no. court. Like, mm-hmm. uh, they had signs and t-shirts that, and chants saying, burn Bundy, burn, oh even though, like, he was being, like, electrocuted yeah, and not what? burning, but whatever. And, like, yeah. So, like, they literally tailgated, and, like, you see a video in, uh, you can see it anywhere, but yeah. this guy, like, runs out of the prison and was like, he's dead, he's dead, and, like, the fucking cheers that come from this crowd <laughs> are, like, bonkers. It's like he was, like... I mean, I understand it, because he was, like, terrorizing different yeah, states. Yeah, I get it, world, too, but, like, but, like... Bro, what? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, they said, like, the people that were, like, in the, like, prison, like, when yeah. they did this, could hear them outside. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, um... That's it. Wow. <laughs> I just wanted to say that that's... Ted Bundy's last meal was, like, I'm coffee. I'm gonna ask that. And, like, it was a coffee and, like, toast, I think. And I don't think he ate it. What an idiot. I was looking up, um, where his children are now. Yeah. He only has one, right? Rose? Yeah. The, the, the one that he had with Carol. Yeah, I need to know where she's at now. Oh, I have no idea. I wouldn't want to be known. That's what I'm saying. Oh. She's obviously using a pseudoname. I would hope so. I wouldn't want to be associated with Ted Bundy. No. Kind and intelligent young woman, but I have no idea where she is and her mother may live. Well, I feel like that would be, like, something, like, a person that would be, like, protected. Right, you know of what course. I mean? I mean, I was just curious of how she's doing. Yeah, and she was, like, Carol, I know, was, like, when he actually did admit to the murders, yeah. she was, like, fuck you. And, like, completely, like, 180 like, you're a piece of shit. Like, I trusted you, I you know, like, put all my right. hard work and effort into this, of and you course. were lying straight to my face. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, your hair looks really good right now. I don't know why. Like, the, what you just did with it, I, I don't know. Like yeah, I like it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was looking at the rose woman, but rose. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So. That's, that's pretty bad Ted shit. Ted Bundy is Ted a... Bundy is fucking insane. Yeah, one of the most famous serial killers of all time. Yeah. And watch Confession... Yes. Con- uh, it's the Confession... The Confessions of a Killer, the Ted Bundy tapes on okay. Netflix. And then after that, you can watch the Zac Efron... Yes. Watch that, too, because that was pretty man. good. Kind of made me a little bit mad about it, but it wasn't It wasn't that bad. It was yeah, so see, I don't... Like, I only remember the movie. I don't... I definitely didn't watch the Confession tapes, yeah. which I'm going to tomorrow, but... Yeah. 
that's good. That's cool. Wow. Yeah. Well, this was our first two-parter, two-parter. episode. This Woo! is sick. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed it and stuck yes. around. Even though it was a long one, but it's I mean, okay. Ted by I mean, Ted, you to gotta, yeah. If this was like, all, I couldn't, I, I was trying to, like, find things to cut out, and I literally couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't. Like, everything is important. Yeah, I mean, the man fucking got out of jail four times <laughs> before people caught Twice. him. Twice. So. Once for 46 days. Right. Like, like, Jesus. He's, like, he's, like, pretty, pretty cool. In a way of, like, retrospectively you know, serial cool. killer way. Yeah. Yeah. He's my favorite serial I'm killer. I'm sure serial killers find him pretty cool. I'm sure. They, like, probably, like, well, there. I know that there's been, like, a couple copycats of, of him course. and stuff like there's that. There's always gonna be those. You know. Yeah. But, yeah. Wow. All right, well, thank you guys for listening to us. Um, We hope you enjoyed it. Follow us on Instagram. FIB Podcast. Yeah. Um, You can hit up our emails if you want to, like, I don't know. Recommend some stuff. Yeah. It's futureisbrightpod at gmail. I'm going, I will be doing an episode, a case at some point. Yeah. Next. I oh have... my god, I'm so sorry. You guys have had to listen to my voice for three episodes in a row. Oh yeah, three row. episodes in a row. Oh Jesus. I was just saying it because I was sitting here and I was like, wow, I haven't, I didn't do an episode this week. Like, yeah. Normally, because normally we record two at a time. So I was like, oh man, I didn't get to do one. But next week I'm going to do one. Yeah. I don't know which one yet, but I'm going to do one. Next week. I like oh, to do yeah. the random ones that not everyone knows yeah. about. So. I like needed to get this out yeah. out of, off my chest. Yeah. <laughs> like, and we are going to do some paranormal stuff and conspiracy stuff soon too. Yes, I think my next one I want to do a conspiracy one. Yeah. I think I want to do all the conspiracies that um, involve Disney. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Wow, that's going to be a long one too. <laughs> yeah, there's a fuck ton yeah. of them. But it's all right. All right, well... Thank you guys for listening, and we will... Oh my god, wait, happy Halloween! Oh yeah, happy Halloween! Have a great Halloween. Don't get corona, don't go to parties, don't be stupid. Yeah, just hang out at home, Yeah, watch a movie or something. Watch Hocus Pocus or The Nightmare Before Christmas, and... Oh, or Halloween Town. Halloween Town, that works too. That's a good one Halloween Town High also works. Didn't see that one yet. Twitches, whatever. Twitches is a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. It, if you like the scary ones. Yeah. I don't do that. I don't watch scary movies, so it is the only scary movie I know of. Friday the 13th. Haven't seen it. But, yeah. Yeah. Go to a haunted house. Do one of those haunted car washes. Those are fucking scary, dude. I've I've seen those. Yeah. I'm not into that. Do one of those, you know? Yeah. I won't be doing any of that. I don't know what I'm going to be doing for Halloween, but, you know, it'll be fun. It'll be something. Yeah. All right, well, peace out, everybody. Bye. I sound like Elvis when I do that. Peace out, (laughs) Oh. <laughs> <laughs>